the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's Arthur Idala on AM 970. The answer. This is the Arthur Idala Power Hour with quintessential New Yorker attorney Arthur Idala, New York's go to lawyer. He's here to share his stories from in the courtroom and around the city with interviews from high profile guests and everyday folks calling in to talk about everything from politics, lifestyle, health and wellness, and more. And now your host, making the case for the city he loves, attorney Arthur Idala. Uh, so started up on a Wednesday evening. Happy, happy hump day. We got hurricanes going on. We got uh, a full house here at AM 970, The Answer. I am in the studio where I'm going to be a bunch of days coming up. And the reason why I'm in the studio is because I just came from the courtroom. As our man Matt Borzi likes to say, who's he's on the other side of the glass right now. I'm looking at him. The other side of the glass behind me is the great Alex Garrett. Maybe we'll hear from him at the end of the show. A little sports update. I got the great Sambolino across from me. And right next to me, the one, the only Joseph Sibilio. There was even a Kevin McCullough sighting today. So it's, uh, it's a lot of action going on at AM 970 The Answer. And the reason why we can have a really fun show is our boss, Jerry Crowley, is down in Florida in the midst of the hurricane. And he can't listen to the show. So we can do anything we want. I mean, we could just... Sit around and, and talk about anything that Joe Sibilia wants to talk about, like, you know, leaving AM 970 the answer and opening up a pet store in Bay Ridge. Because uh, Bay, uh, Bay Ridge needs a pet store. And uh, I can't think of anyone better to run a pet store than Joe Sibilia. Um, I do want to wish a very happy wedding anniversary, a third wedding anniversary, to my friend Rachel. Um, she's been married for three years uh, today. It was an outstanding ceremony. To uh, my friend Frank from Staten Island. Uh, you know when they throw uh, rice and stuff at, at the end of the wedding and then that was bad for the birds. It was bird food. Then it was bubbles. Well, at Rachel's wedding, it was little. we rang these little bells like a ding-a-ling-a-ling. And I still have my bell. I keep it on my dresser. I see that bell every morning. And um, when I think of uh, that specific wedding, uh, it brings joy to my heart. Um, and then I go downstairs and I see Marianne and and uh, little Arthur and some mornings Luca. And then I see Ariana, who's uh, only uh, she's only uh, one week older than little Carmine, who was the uh, the product of said nuptials that were. Uh, uh, what, what are nuptials? Are they consumed? No, they're they take place. What do they do? They were executed. Yeah, I don't know, I'll be executed. a lawyer executed three years ago today at a wild, wild Staten Island ceremony. Um, so speaking of wild, I'm in a I'm in a great mood. I'm 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 feeling really good because I just left the Southern District of New York, the SDNY, the courthouse itself, um, having handled the case. Just so you know, a little little how the sausage is made um, and mistakes that sometimes we make. So I had uh, this sentencing on in my calendar for 10 a.m. this morning, and very luckily, uh, my side 
kick partner, Michael Jacarino, uh, confirmed yesterday with the court uh, what time the actual the sentencing was on. And it was on for 4.30 in the afternoon. So I had to rearrange my whole day. And I also had to get Sambolino to uh, be ready to fill in because I was in front of a judge, a very prestigious judge, who has been on the bench for quite some time. And he's known for being very thorough and he's not going to rush through anything. And God knows I would never go when I have one of my clients' lives in my hands because that's what I, that's basically what was going on. It was a federal sentencing. Uh, I was never going to be like, uh, Judge, can we speed this up? Uh, I have the Arthur Idella Power Hour to do at 6 o'clock. So uh, Sambolino was ready to take the reins. Thank you very much, Mr. Sambolino. Thank you. Appreciate it. Did you. By the way, did you have like a topic you were going to lead off with? Or? I was just going to wing it, you know? You're just going to go, just yeah, Sebelia and Alex, you had enough. If I needed to lean on them, I would have. You have enough foils. Um, well, I did get here in time. And um, so here's what happens. We, you get to the court today, and I almost always have somebody with me, either one of my partners or a, an associate or an intern. But I was flying solo, and it was a very complicated case. And that's not, uh, those are not only my words. The judge uh, said that it was a complicated case. And in federal court, when you plead to a crime, um, you do not know what your sentence is going to be. In state court, when you plead to a crime, you do know what your plea is, what your sentence is going to be. So, for example, let's just, in a murder case, you're facing after trial a maximum sentence of 25 years to life, which means the judge can sentence you, but the minimum is 15 years to life. So let's just say a family doesn't want to go through the heartache of a trial and, and going through the gory facts. And maybe they don't want to take the risk of possibly having a, a mistrial, a hung jury, uh, or possibly an acquittal. So usually they, they speak with the prosecutor and say, okay, instead of giving this individual 25 to life, we'll, we, we'll, we'd feel comfortable with you giving a plea to 20 to life. And the individual, the defendant, would take a plea knowing that once they plead guilty in three weeks after a probation report is prepared, they're going to get sentenced to that promise unless they commit another crime in the interim. And that has happened to me. Um, that's another story for I could do a whole show on that story on that because it was pretty sad what happened um, in federal court. You get charged with a crime. You get the discovery. You negotiate with the prosecutor and the prosecutor only has the ability to say you could plead guilty to this crime. And this is what the recommendation is to the judge. But the judge has the ability to sentence you above or below what's called the guidelines. They're the sentencing guidelines. They used to be mandatory. Uh, when I first started, they were mandatory. And it was kind of ridiculous because you'd be in front of the judge making some huge sentencing argument, and the judge was like, could either give you 24 months to 30 months. So he or she could give you 24, 25, 26, 27, 28, 29, 30. You're just fighting over six months. And... and didn't feel like your efforts were really worth that while. Well, now, don't get me wrong. Spending a minute in jail is too long. So if you could shave off two months or three months, uh, it's meaningful. But now those guidelines are not mandatory. They are. They're just guidelines. The judge is supposed to take them into account, into consideration, but the judge can go lower. And my partner, Mike Jacarino, over the years now, he's with us almost a decade. He has really 
become spectacular at writing these sentencing memorandums that go to the judge um, after an individual pleads guilty. To talk, God bless you, Sam Bellino. You know, if I wasn't here, I wouldn't know to say God bless you. <laughs> um, uh, so Mike writes these unbelievable sentencing memorandums, and it basically tells you tells the court a lot about the individual's background. But then it talks about the crime that they've pled guilty to and accepted responsibility for, and the mitigating factors about why the judge should give a below guidelines sentence. And I, I'm I'm not bragging; I'm just telling you the truth. We have done very very well in terms of getting below guidelines sentences for our clients, like significantly below. And case in point, today, the uh, Department of Probation uh, wanted the client to be sentenced to seven and a half years for a financial crime. And the, the victims, quote unquote, were banks. I'm not minimizing it. My client was guilty. He pled guilty. He accepted responsibility. It was a scam having to do with automobiles and car dealerships and buying cars and selling cars and ripping the banks off. And these were big banks. Again, I'm not minimizing the loss amount. The loss amount was in excess of a million dollars. But the probation report, a judge usually leans heavily on. And um, it, it, it said, it instructed the judge that they thought a fair sentence was seven and a half years. Um, we argued that it should be, his sentence should be 24 months, two years, because the crime that he pled to, that was what's called the mandatory minimum. So if the judge was his was the defendant's uncle, he can't go below two years. So I went up there today. I was definitely nervous. Uh, I like this particular individual very much. Uh, My friend, let's just give him an initial, Jay. Um, Is he really my friend? He's not really my friend. But when you live these cases with people, you develop a bond that's kind of interesting how they come about. And some are bigger than others. This Sunday, I'm going to the wedding of Billy Rapetti. Uh, the the crane rigger whose case I tried 12 years ago. I've already been to one of his daughter's weddings. This is the second wedding. We've become very close friends. As you know, on Monday night, I went to uh, to the giant game with Lawrence Taylor, who started off as a client and is now one of my very, very good friends. So today, the judge went back and forth. As my client said, there were peaks and valleys. But ultimately, he ruled the way we wanted to. He gave 24 months. My client does not have to surrender until January, when it's so he's going to have time to spend with his child, uh, who's a teenager, and she'll be out of school, so she can spend Christmas break with him. Uh, the judge asked the Department of the Bureau of Prisons to place him in a facility close to the city of New York, so he can still visit with his mother and his brother. And the judge suggested uh, recommend that he go to a camp as opposed to a maximum security prison, since this was a financial crime, and it's not like the money was stolen from little old ladies who are homeless. We are going to talk about, so I'm flying high, so I hope you enjoy this show. We're going to talk a little bit about Broadway. We're going to talk a little bit about sports. We're going to talk a little Sibelia, Sambolino, Alex. Don't go away. We'll be right back. So since we're on the topic of law, let's stay on the topic of law and talk about Connors and Sullivan. Because if you live in New York, there is a deadline that is looming. If your loved one needs home care benefits, the law governing New York is scheduled to change January 1, 2023. If your loved one needs home care benefits or you anticipate that being the case, the law governing these benefits changes on January 1. All 2023 financial transactions 
30 months prior to applications for the benefits will be scrutinized and subject to penalty periods, including gifts to family members. Financial transfers must be made. The benefits application must be submitted before December 31st to ensure eligibility and protect your assets. Therefore, the time to plan is now, and there's no one to make a better plan than Connors and Sullivan. They are the attorneys who specialize in this area and can help you get in under the deadline. But you must, I say, you must start the process as soon as possible before the start of December to complete by the end of the year. So call Connors and Sullivan today. Don't delay at 718-238-6500. That's 718-238-6500. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. Hi, this is Arthur from the Arthur Idala Power Hour. I love Times Square. It is one of the reasons I started hosting a Times Square Tuesday segment for news from the crossroads of the world. In collaboration with Tom Harris, president of the Times Square Alliance, we have a special Times Square show on Thursday, October 13th at 6 p.m. I'm going to be live in Times Square. I'm so excited. We will be interviewing several proprietors of the fabulous restaurants in Times Square, which is is an international dining destination and it includes restaurant row on 46th street seriously folks you could get african caribbean chinese french indian irish italian and japanese food to say the least don't forget the street meat whether it's pre or post theater you're just walking around as a tourist a late night snack lunch Times Square has so much to offer. So stay tuned for our special show on the Author Idala Power Hour, October the 13th, 6 p.m., live from Times Square, and come hungry. The Arthur Idala Power Hour is sponsored in part by the good people at Freehold Mitsubishi in Freehold Township, New Jersey. America's been thunderstruck by the all-new 2022 Mitsubishi Outlander. Get high style without the high price, plus an industry-leading 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain limited warranty. Drive one today at Freehold Mitsubishi for the best selection and outstanding customer service. Just a short ride from anywhere in the metro tri-state area. Visit FreeholdMitsubishi.com or call 732-863-2788. The cowboys, the wrestlers, the tumblers, the clowns, the roustabouts that move the show at dawn. The music, the spotlights, the people, the towns, your baggage with the labels pasted on. The sawdust and the horses and the smell The towel you've taken from the last hotel There's no business like show Business like no business I know Everything about it is appealing Everything the traffic will allow Nowhere could you get Nowhere Nowhere When you are stealing Nowhere Nowhere can you get that feeling. Ethel Merman. That's who I think of. Well, it's not Tuesday, but yet we're going to talk about Times Square. Did you hear that commercial I, I, I taped earlier? Wow, Matt, nice job. Sounds good. Cutting up my, clearing my throat and all my other flaws. Um, well, let's just get right to it. So on the line, we have Alex Bursch, Vice President and COO of... Playbill. We're going to talk about Curtain Up Broadway, the Curtain Up Broadway Festival. Alex, welcome to the Author Idola Power Hour on AM 970, The Answer. How are you? 
I'm doing great. How are you doing? Well, anytime I get to hear there's no business like show business, I'm all fired up. So, uh, you know, I'm looking at a screen that's showing the hurricanes in uh, Florida right now, and obviously our, our thoughts and prayers go out to everyone down there. But at least right now, there's no the only hurricane that's going to be taking place in Times Square will be this Friday with uh, Curtain Up Broadway, the festival. So why don't you tell us about it? That's right. Uh, quite an impact we're making um, here in, the, in Times Square. Uh, we're super excited to, uh, to put on um, the Curtain Up Broadway Festival uh, with us at Playbill and the Times Square Alliance, uh, old, old pals over there, Tom and Gary and Anna and everybody over there, uh, and the Broadway League. Uh, as well, um, and with our title sponsor, Prudential, um, and it's just a, it's going to be a three-day Broadway extravaganza, uh, three days mm-hmm. in Times Square, starting on Friday at 2 o'clock, and there's going to be all sorts of live programming throughout the three days. There's going to be interactive experiences where you get to um, really uh, really get your hands dirty um, in, a, in a fun way uh, to uh, to really interact with um, the different installations that we're building. Um, and then it all culminates in a big finale concert on Sunday morning at 11 o'clock, right in the heart of Times Square, in du- right, right, right in Duffy, right there, um, on, a, on, you know, between 4647. And, um, and it will be also broadcast on WABC. Uh, so Channel 7. In the, uh, oh, that's that, that is wonderful. You know, I'm looking at the press release, the press release, and they mentioned a couple of names of the stars who are going to be performing. Norm Lewis is someone who I know very well. Uh, I remember his Broadway de- debut when he starred in the show Tommy by The Who. Um, and I saw him perform not that long ago at a, uh, I don't know if it was the Cranes dinner, but he is spe- spectacular. And then uh, I see uh, Carrie Butler from Beetlejuice. She went to high school with my sister at Fompon uh, uh, Hall Academy in Bay Ridge, Brooklyn. And she's been a blockbuster star on Broadway for decades now. So I can vouch for the performances of at least two of the several people who you have performing uh, over this weekend. That is, it is really going to be spectacular. Is this the first time that you guys are doing this or is this a traditional... Oh, no. This is the second. This is the second year we're doing this. Last year, it was um, it was uh, the inaugural Curtain Up uh, Festival, and uh, and it was really built to welcome Broadway back. I mean, we were gone for a year and a half, uh, waiting for the you know the pandemic to uh, you know to, to run its course, and and you know as we as uh, you know we were fortunate enough to come back, um, and pretty much in full force in um, September of 2021. You know, we at Playbill were trying to figure out ways to um, really you know, shine a light on this uh, remarkable art form and all the people that put it all together and you know, to let people know that Broadway is very much open for business. So we're talking so to we, Alex Burr. She's the vice president and the chief operating officer of Playbill. Tell me from a business point of view, when Broadway goes dark, how does Playbill survive? How does it keep its employees and the, the- printing presses and all of that stuff, everything that's associated with the storied name of Playbill. How did you guys survive? Well, uh, by uh, a lot of creativity there. <laughs> um, the first was, and, and most importantly, I mean, when you know, we were able to take advantage of the, uh, of, of the you know, PPP loans, that certainly was majorly important, but that alone wasn't going to do it. 
because I mean, look, Broadway was was dormant for a year and a half. And was so that when, is that you see? It's, when, I mean, I live right here and and I work right here. Is that how long it was? Was it was was the were the shows blacked out from March of twenty twenty until September of twenty twenty one? You bet. Wow. And the only the the only thing that that changed, that was different than that schedule, um, Bruce Springsteen had that residency. I went. That he, I that went. He did for a little bit. Yeah. Yep. I went and I went. I had already seen Bruce twice uh, on Broadway, and I went really to uh, to support Broadway, like many of the restaurants that I would often frequent. You know, the first day that they opened up, that you know, because everyone was kind of in a staggered, weird schedule. You know, I went just to go spend a little bit of money, and and you know, I I, I wish you know more people had that attitude uh, during the whole pandemic. I'm not pinning medals on my chest, but you know, a lot of people were hurting. I I I took my automobile in to get some service done when I really didn't need any service done, just because. I know those guys were hurting as well, trying to keep everyone employed. So hats off to Playbill and uh, to you, Alex, for uh, being creative and and keeping Playbill up and running. Overall, in September now of 2022, and we're going to go into, obviously, October starts and we're getting into the holiday season between Thanksgiving and December. How is Broadway doing? I mean, I know some of my favorite shows are closing, like Dear Evan Hansen. I saw it the last week. Um, the um, uh, obviously Phantom of the Opera, which is a huge uh, event, a huge show that's closing. You know, give me some good news. <laughs> Happy to. I mean, there there are literally dozens of new shows that are opening within the next six months. Um, What's the hype? Where's the hype surrounded? Like the way the Music Man had all the hype with you, Jackman. What what are the shows <laughs> that are hyped up? We got some really interesting ones coming in. Um, you know, we've got, uh, you know, and Juliet, which is going to be, I think, a smash, um, which is uh, the story of Juliet if she did not um, perish uh, in Romeo and Juliet. And it's and it takes in um, you know, modern music to kind of help tell the story. So it's kind of a fun mixture of Moulin Rouge and Six. Um, and then, uh, you know, there's there's a um, the, the musical version of Some Like It Hot, which I think is going to be a really big, big one this fall. Um, there's a, an off-Broadway darling that I think is going to really surprise a lot of people who haven't heard about it, Kimberly Akimbo, which I think is going to um, win some stuff if, uh, if all falls right for them. And, um, and K-pop, the musical, which is basically telling the story of a K-pop star, and it's starring an enormous K-pop star in Luna, who... A lot of folks uh, on that side of the world are shocked that she's essentially kind of doing a quote-unquote residency in one place for, for a while. Um, and so it's, it's a really eclectic and wonderful new season. And that's really what curtained up the, the Broadway Festival. That, that's what we're doing. I mean, we're celebrating the start of a new season. And, you know, one of the things about Broadway that's really important to remember, it's meant to be cyclical. Like, it's built to be, it's not built for a phantom to stay around for 30-plus years. That is an absolute ultimate rarity. And even a five-year run is a, is a pretty shocking thing. Broadway is, is meant to bring in new works over and over and over again. And for the health of the, of the industry and for the health of the opportunities for creatives to have theaters that are available in order to showcase this new art and these new works, it's incredibly important. And so it, it obviously brings a tear to my eye to see something that you know, over about to be 35 years yeah. in the Phantom of the Opera is going to be closing. 
But it also, what that means is, is that a show that could be the next year of Hanson has a shot at a theater because there's not that many theaters. I got there's, you. There's not that many. Alex right? Bursch so, of, so uh, is, Alex is, exciting, is um, exciting from, exciting I'm sorry to interrupt you, Alex. Alex is from Playbill Magazine. Uh, he's the chief operating officer. How are the, you know, because in Playbill, you guys have all the advertisements for all the restaurants, not all the restaurants, but many restaurants. How is the restaurant industry doing and how's their, uh, their advertising, you know, in your, uh, in, in Playbill working out for you guys? Oh, that's quite good. I mean, we are we 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 are getting kind of back to normal, uh, which is really an amazing thing to see. And you know, we we know that our our restaurants who who work with us are you know they're thrilled to have all these Broadway audiences back. You know, the just the the opportunities more for more folks to come in and see shows, and you know you don't need to you know showcase any sort of um, you know any a, a, any kind of you know pre requirements. Like we, they used to, you know, you know, half a year ago. Um, I mean, it, there, there's a lot of there's a lot of really excitement. There's a lot of excitement around the area, and you know, Times Square. I mean, it is buzzing. I mean, Listen, I'm doing. I'm broadcasting, Alex. I don't know if you know that I'm broadcasting my show live for two hours there. I have basically two weeks from tomorrow, October the 13th. I'm doing it with Tom Harris, and um, whether you like it or not, Alex. Now that you're on the show, you're going to be roped into the whole thing. And who knows? Maybe I could get my friend uh, Norm Lewis to sing a tune for us. We're going to be right at the bottom of the Red Steps, weather permitting, and we're going to have a, a big party because I'm a huge Times Square fan. So, thank you for uh, for finding the time, Alex Birch. If you're in the Times Square area this weekend, you should definitely go see some of these performances. Uh, you could uh, go to playbill.com/curtainup. <clears throat> And on, what did you say, it's 11 a.m. on Sunday morning? It'll be on TV? That's right, yep. Yeah. <clears throat> 11 a.m. on ABC7. It'll be uh, Curtain Up live from Broadway. It's going to be hosted by Jesse Tyler Ferguson and Amber Ruffin. And it's going to have uh, upwards of 18, 19 Broadway shows taking part for a two-hour Concert. Wow, that's going to be great. All right, I'll make sure my mother's got it on. I'll f- she'll figure out how to use her DVR. Alex Birch from Playbill, thank you so much for being here. And uh, God willing, we'll see you on October the 13th. Sounds good. Thanks. All right. Okay, it is the bottom of the hour. And you know what we're going to do? We are going to talk about career opportunities. That's correct. Because I just left the courthouse. And as I said yesterday... I was there, my client was there, the prosecutor was there, the clerk was there, Um, but guess what? We couldn't start, the judge doesn't come out until the court reporter is there. That's right, the court reporter, the one who's taking everything down, the one who's memorializing this. And court reporting is a career that allows you the flexibility to choose where you work, from, for whom, and how frequently. There's this high-powered, it, and is it a? It is a high-powered and lucrative career, and I will tell you that because we always need to be nice to the court reporters because they can make your life a little difficult because they can keep telling you, "Slow down, Mr. Idala. Slow down, Mr. I can't hear you, Mr. Idala," and that could really interrupt your flow. So you get a lot of power in that courtroom, court system, schools, television stations. They're all looking for these professionals to record and caption everything from depositions to court cases to live events. The NCRA has partnered with Plaza College, yes, P-L-A-Z-A, Plaza College, to offer a free two-week virtual seminar that gives you a glimpse into the world of court reporting and captioning. The program is called A to Z and is being offered free, free, and can be completed 
from the convenience of your home. You may even see someone familiar there, like Joe Sibilia taking court reporting classes. He could do that at 10 o'clock after he gets off the Piscopoo Show. Sign up today by emailing info at plazacollege.edu. That's info at plazacollege.edu. Info at plazacollege.edu. What should be in your go bag if a hurricane hits your house? Uh, what do you need to know to help those that are dealing with the hurricane to be better prepared? We'll cover this and more on Medical and Wellness Night, brought to you by Balance of Nature with Dr. Douglas Howard and Dr. Jeanette Nishwat, tonight at 7 on Radio Night Live. Chances are your home financing questions won't end when this show does. So the next time you have a question about home loans, ask the lending experts at Citizens Bank. They can help you every step of the way during the home buying process, starting with getting a pre-approval before you start shopping for a new home. Call 212-857-6668, 212-857-6668, and ask a citizen. Mortgages are offered and originated by Citizens Bank N.A., NMLS number 433960, Equal Housing Lender. What more? of AM 970 The Answer and our hosts, then interact with us. Follow us on Twitter for breaking news, what's coming up on the radio, thoughts from our hosts, deals from our advertisers, and more. Our handle is at AM 970 The Answer. Come on, tweet with us. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. Freehold Mitsubishi in Freehold Township, New Jersey, is proud to be an automotive leader in our area and sponsor of the Arthur Idala Power Hour. Mitsubishi dreamers, designers, and engineers are redefining choices in mobility for a whole new generation of independent, modern, and savvy consumers who want value, like the new redesigned 2022 Mitsubishi Outlander featuring its industry-leading Mitsubishi 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain limited warranty. Visit Freehold Mitsubishi today, freeholdmitsubishi.com, or call 732-863-27. We're back to the Arthur Idala Power Hour with New York City's preeminent trial attorney and quintessential New Yorker, attorney Arthur Idala. I am all started up. You know, just being back in the studio, it's great. I mean, I love doing the show from my office because, quite frankly, it allows me to be a lawyer longer periods of the day. But I was a lawyer today, so don't feel guilty. But, you know, I could just smell Sibelia. And it just, he... he, he <laughs> That doesn't sound like a good thing, the way he, you just said he, that. Is that bad? Well, he smells professional. You know, he smells radio. He's, a, he's just so... He's the quintessential radio guy. So uh, do I have B.O.? Is this what you're getting? No, no, no. I mean, okay. you, you, you didn't shave for me. No, I um, didn't shave today. I, I forgot to Let's shave just do a little preview. When am I hanging out with you on your show? Uh, Friday, September 30th. You'll be on with us. What else? What else? Uh, October 5th? 5th? Yeah, October yeah, 5th. Yum that Kipper. Was yum Kipper. I'm yes. supposed to fast on that day, so I'm going to wake up even earlier so I can be hungry <laughs> even longer. That's good, great. Good, good. Well, we appreciate uh, it. Before we get to our next guest who's going to talk about uh, people leaving uh, New York for for Florida, and I don't mean to laugh, but as I'm telling you about the I'm about to tell you about the droves of people leaving for Florida, I'm looking at the screen and there's so much flooding and there's a guy holding his cat over his head and he's walking in knee deep, I mean, waist deep. Things don't look good. Hurricane Ian makes landfall as Category 4. I mean, that's that's as bad as it gets. Um, our, our thoughts and prayers to everyone, our brothers and sisters in Florida. Um, and I'm going to show off a little bit. Uh, Sam Bellino, what would you? How would you describe this photo that was just sent to my phone? Oh, it looks like a very delicious martini. It's uh, some several olives and a milky white liquid inside that glass. Yeah, it looks like no. You know what? Those are lychee nuts. 
Oh, okay. Lychee I did a lychee nut oh, martini. That's good. And it comes with a little note. And it said, this one is for you, pal. I wouldn't have felt more confident walking in there with any other lawyer in the world. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You're on my Christmas list forever. So, you know, that's kind of why, you know, I, I love I loved the radio. I loved being on Fox. I've, I've loved a lot of the media stuff. But you don't get the gratification. You know, like we have a great show. It feels great. But, you know, this guy's got a 14-year-old daughter. He's got a, uh, a mother who's a little under the weather. He's got a 54-year-old brother who's very, very under the weather with a, some sort of mad, bad trauma to his head. So he really takes care of him. So, I, you know, I don't just feel like... Now, you can say, look, Arthur, your client's a knucklehead and he deserves to be punished. And look, he is being punished and he is a knucklehead. And I told him that as we left court today because he's a really smart, charismatic guy and should never wound up in this position. But the fact that you can minimize the damage, and that is often what my job is as a lawyer. It's it's not often that someone just you know is just gets gets off scot free. Billy Rapetti, who's who's the crane uh, rigger, whose daughter's wedding I'm going to, he didn't do anything wrong. As I said, that's the only time I cried in a verdict because I was representing a factually innocent man, and I got the right result, and the pressure was enormous. Um, so. I'm just saying, you know, I don't want to, I'm not trying to like be a braggart here, but I am very, very happy about the result we just got it. And Jack Greeno and I are on a little bit of a roll in, in federal court and, and at least, you know, making bad situations not as bad. Um, I think everything here in New York is great. Um, I know I pay a lot of taxes, but it's the price of living in New York. Um, I could go in probably almost any other state, and our next guest will probably confirm that, and play a lot less taxes. But you know what? I won't have Times Square. I won't have Greenwich Village. I won't have L&B Spumoni Gardens. I won't have uh, the, the Cyclone. I won't have the beautiful beaches that we have. I won't have the skyscrapers. I won't have the 9-11 Memorial. So, yes, I pay much more in taxes than many others. New Yorkers are fleeing to tax haven of Florida for a more affordable way of life. On September 20th, there was an article in the New York Post citing DMV stats that a record number, 5,383 in August, a total of 41,885 New Yorkers traded in their Empire State licenses and their plates for the Sunshine State. So let us talk to Sean Acosta, the founder and president of Property Dax Reduction Consultants, about all of this. Hello, Sean. Welcome to the Author Idola Power Hour. How are you today? I'm flying high. How are you? Uh, that's great. I just want to put uh, my prayers out for all the Floridian people that are down there, you know, going through the storm. My brother just lost his house about an hour ago. Oh, my but, God. Yeah. But, yes, there are a number of people fleeing to Florida. I mean, because the taxes are so much better down there. There's no income taxes. The property taxes are so much lower. Um, in New York, the crime stats. But one thing that... You just said we don't have Times Square down there. We don't have all the other things, the 9-11 Memorial. But the people are fleeing down there because they can't afford to stay here in New York. The, the property taxes are killing them. The income taxes are killing them. You know, the crime stats are going through the roof. Uh, but, you know, they're moving down there for great weather, for good schools. You know, so I just, you know, have to say, you know, when I had kids, 
I was in Florida. I was down there, and the schools were okay. But the schools are better here in New York. But I couldn't afford to stay in New York. So, Sean, tell me and, what tell me what um, the the tax reduction consultants is all about. Okay, what I do is I reduce people's property taxes. So I represent mm. about thirty five thousand homeowners here on Long Island every single year. I get their taxes reduced to make sure that they're paying their fair share of property taxes. There's over 385,000 homeowners here uh, in Nassau and probably another 400,000 homeowners in Suffolk County. Um, you know, they don't can't get it all right. You know, but when they look that their average tax bill is about $15,000 here on Long Island, and they go to Florida and they're paying $6,000 for the same kind of house, they're like, I could have moved down there. Now, before they didn't move down there because they didn't take their New York salaries with them. That was the whole thing. Now they're moving down there and they're working remotely and they're living high on the hog down in Florida because they brought their New York salaries down there. Well, if anybody wants to talk about this, we're at 877-970-2999, 877-970-2999. Uh, is it worth it to live in New York? Is it worth it to pay the higher taxes and maybe have a higher crime rate, um, but to have all the benefits of New York? Or should you, you know, do what, what people like Sean or people who he knows and he consults with, um, you know, pack up and say, you know what, I've had it with Broadway. I've had it with Times Square. I don't need the Metropolitan Opera. You know what, the, the Florida Marlins will be good enough. I don't need the New York Mets or the New York Yankees. <laughs> and should I just head down south? Uh, you know, everyone, and that's the beauty of America is there's nothing, there's nothing, you know, governmentally wise stopping you here. What, Sean, let me ask you this. You're you're a, a tax guy. What is the story with the, the current administration in Washington D.C. and giving us back the the, the deduction of my state uh, taxes? The salt, yeah, it's yes. called the salt. S A L T. You know that's the biggest thing. Long Island, you know, got hit really hard. You're only to write off ten thousand dollars worth of your property taxes. Now that's on if you have a regular house and a vacation house, and you pay ten thousand dollars on each house. It's only $10,000 that you get to write off. I know it's a lot of money, but even if you go to places, even out Midwest, and you have two houses, you're over that $10,000 threshold most of the time. Um, and you know what? I think they should repeal it. I think more people would stay in New York, and I want to see people stay here in New York. I think New York is the best place to live. Like you said, we have everything here. We've got the Yankees, the Mets, you know, Broadway, you know. Great places. You go skiing. You go to the beach. You go everywhere. So I want people to stay here, and that's why I help people get their taxes reduced, but they will stay here in New York. Is there any uh, anything on the horizon that someone may step up? That a congressman? That a, that a, a, a senator? You know, I mean, we have the the most important senator in the country is our senator, Chuck Schumer. Right. You know, I think that he I mean, should step up. You know, I mean, uh, should we all start a, a letter writing campaign? Should the Idola Power Hour bring down the wrath of our power on this guy and say, you know, what's up? You're taking care of the rest of the oh, the forty nine states. You're not taking care of us. Well, I know that they're fighting to repeal the the salt, but you know, it's a lot of money. You know, the deductions. You know, here in New York. You know, but wasn't that wasn't that a, 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 a just could give me uh, we're, we're talking to Sean Acosta, the president of property tax reduction consultants, who's very obviously up on this topic. Sean, why did we lose salt? What, what, how did that happen? 
Well, it was President Trump who, you know, took it back from us. And, you know, it was just, you know, I think to punish sometimes the New Yorkers. And, you know, I don't think it should have been taken away because people work hard for their money. It is a deduction. In most places around the country, you can write off your whole property taxes because it's under $10,000. But it goes up every single year. Now, a lot of people are over $10,000, and even in Florida, it's getting high, and the values of the homes are getting high, and they're raising the prices down there of the homes and the taxes. So I definitely think it has to get repealed. But the biggest thing is we're losing young people, talented people in New York to go down to Florida because there's no state income tax, you know, and the property taxes and the house prices are, are lower. Not much lower anymore. I mean, two years ago, it was probably half the price. And, you know, they're catching up about, probably about 75 percent. Um, you know, but, it's you know, the sunshine, they say. But I like the Four Seasons. You I know? love the Four Seasons. Well, Sean, let me ask something, because I, I know there are a lot of people who could probably use help. Um, and I know that's why you didn't call in, is to do a commercial for your show, but for your, your company. But if people need some help, how do they find you? They could go to my website, ptrc.com. Or call my office, 516-484-0654. Property tax reduction consultants. And you, I mean, because the property, the the tax laws are just huge. Maybe you have a couple little tricks in in your books to make sure people are doing their taxes the right way? We got to make sure that they're paying their fair amount of property taxes. Not everybody who signs up gets a reduction. Uh, You could do it yourself if you want. You hire a company like mine. You know, we have all the latest technology. I mean, we go back 32 years. We've been doing this a long time. And to do 35,000 homes a year on Long Island, you know, I love helping people. I help senior citizens, you know, where, you know, they can stay in their house and get their taxes reduced. And the veterans, you know, they just, Veterans Day is coming up. And, you know, we're going to do a big kickoff for the veterans. They served us and that's why we get to live in America. I'd love to help them. Thank you so, so much. Sean Acosta, president of Property Tax Reduction Consultants. We appreciate you having us, uh, giving us some education. And, and let's try to get that salt thing back because I know it's crushing me. Oh, thank you. We'll Have see you on the time. other side. Thank you so much. So speaking of the other side, and I got Sibelia here. I got Alex here. I got Matt here. Now, Sibelia was attending the, um, the free seminar a to Z about uh, being a, sto- a court reporter. So he didn't come on the corporate cruise, the AM970 corporate cruise. He 100% was, true. He was availing himself of the, the free seminar because he would like to maybe, you know, work in the, the courthouse so he could be closer to me on a regular basis. But let's talk about, all kidding aside, let's talk about uh, our time on the Atlantis. It was great. I mean, we had such a good time. And uh, I would... Highly recommend it. I mean, I've been going on that play that, that boat. I don't know, eight years. How long, Piscopo? Right, eight years, seven years, something. About eight years, yeah. Right. So we've been having a blast. Uh, and just to let you know that I'm not just you know doing a commercial here. Uh, my wife was the president of the Italian American Lawyers Association, known as the Colombian Lawyers Association. I say it, the Italian American Lawyers, because I don't want people to confuse with Columbia, meaning Columbia University. This is the, the Italian American Lawyers Group. We had a big. Uh, Dinner there, we honored the chief judge of the state of New York at the time, Janet Fiore. good friends with my uh, my friend, Judge John Leventhal. Um, we, um, 
it's it's just a perfect mix of the the ship itself is great, the food is great, the drink is great, the service is great, and the, it's just. The way I said the other night, going to a Giants game with Lawrence Taylor never gets old. Well, you know what? Going within 25, 30 feet of the Statue of Liberty doesn't get old either. Uh, we've done that in the rain. We've done it this year. It was an unbelievable, beautiful evening. So too bad Sapelia wasn't there. Um, it is so worth it. Uh, and you could do so many things there. It could be a corporate event like we had you could have a wedding on there. Um, Judge Leventhal had a wedding on a, on, a, on a ship. It wasn't around New York. Otherwise, he would have been on the Atlantis. It could be an engagement party, bar mitzvah, birthday, retirement, anniversary, or just like a get-together. Like, hey, why don't we just get 20 of us, call Captain Fred, and go on out? Um, 212-633-1231. 212-633-1231. See how Captain Fred and his first-class yacht crew will make your special occasion an un forgettable day go to 212-633-1231 or visit newyorkcruises.com freehold mitsubishi in freehold township new jersey is proud to be an automotive leader in our area and sponsor of the arthur idala power hour driving ambition for 40 years in the united states mitsubishi motors sees the automotive industry differently mitsubishi challenges convention with innovative approaches in the way mitsubishi engineers and builds their vehicles just look at the all-new redesigned 2022 mitsubishi outlander now in stock in all trim levels and all with the flexibility of third row seating visit freehold mitsubishi today freeholdmitsubishi.com or call 732-863-2 Today, it's Wellness Wednesday on Radio Night Live with Kevin McCullough. Sponsored by Balance of Nature, the whole fruit and vegetable capsule delivering your maximum nutrition in every dose. 100% whole food nutrition with the taste, smell, and color of pure fruits and veggies as nature intended just for you. Try them now and see for yourself. 35% off and free shipping. Call now, 800-2468-751 or balanceofnature.com. And don't miss Wellness Wednesday tonight at 7 p.m. on AM 970. The Answer. Hi, this is Arthur from the Arthur Idala Power Hour. I love Times Square. It is one of the reasons I started hosting a Times Square Tuesday segment for news from the crossroads of the world. In collaboration with Tom Harris, president of the Times Square Alliance, we have a special Times Square show on Thursday, October 13th at 6 p.m. I'm going to be live in Times Square. I'm so excited. We will be interviewing several proprietors of the fabulous restaurants in Times Square, which is an international dining destination and it includes restaurant row on 46th street seriously folks you could get african caribbean chinese french indian irish italian and japanese food to say the least don't forget the street meat whether it's pre or post theater you're just walking around as a tourist a late night snack lunch Times Square has so much to offer. So stay tuned for our special show on the Author Idola Power Hour, October the 13th, 6 p.m., live from Times Square, and come hungry. Kevin McCullough is next on AM 970, The Answer. Young teacher, the subject of school girl fantasy. She wants me so badly, knows what she wants to be. Inside her, there's longing, this girl's an open page. Bookmarking, she's so close now, this girl is half his age.
Police. Definitely, definitely, definitely one of my favorites in this day. Today in 1980. Yes, 1980. One year after I graduated uh, PS185, Bay Ridge, Brooklyn, and started Poly Prep, the police were number one on the UK singles chart with that song, Don't Stand So Close to Me. It was the group's third number one single taken from their album, Zenyatta Mandata, and it was the best-selling single of 1980. Now, Sam Molino, was it the best-selling single in England, in the UK, or in, in America? It, it, oh, you don't know. You I believe it's in, in England. I, I, I believe, this is, this, is, this is the Idola power. Our brain <laughs> trust, Sam Bellino. He doesn't even know. Do you know how old Bridget Bardot is today? I believe she would be 88. Oh, tanto, yes, 88. Ed Sullivan. Ed Sullivan. Ed Sullivan. Ed Sullivan. Ed Sullivan, who uh, our friend Joseph Billius strives to be. He is uh, uh, he, which ran his show ran from forty eight to seventy one. Wow. Um, okay, what else we got? He died in October and at the age of seventy three. He would have been a hundred and twenty one today. Fill now, me in. Now, do you know what the original name of his show was? Yes. What was it? Do you know? It was called Saturday Night Ed. No. No, it was Toast of the Town, and it started on radio before it went to television. And then uh, it became the Ed Sullivan Show later on TV. Well, that could be us, uh, Sam Bellino. We could start on radio before we go on television. You are the Toast of the Town, so uh, there you go. Yes, and don't forget, folks, today is September 28th. It is World Rabies Day, so go out and get your rabies. Uh, it's definitely what you want to do. I would like to take my hat off to the New York Post, uh, who uh, you know is a Murdoch-owned uh, enterprise. And taking a page from uh, Roger Ailes' playbook with Fox News, you now open up the New York Post, and there's almost always a photo of a beautiful woman in the first one, two, or three pages. And today, uh, on page three, golden gal Gwen hits 50. Now, I said Gwyneth Paltrow turned 50 yesterday. There is a... She's naked. Uh, She is naked. Uh, She's all... Painted in gold. Her hair is gold. Her face is gold. Everything is gold. She's 100% in gold. Um, her right hand is over her left uh, perky. Uh, am I allowed to say perky? You can say perky. Her left perky. Am I allowed to say breast? Yes. Her left perky breast for a 50-year-old woman. I, you know, And then her leg is, is positioned in a way where you could see the curvature of her buttocks, but you can't see her ultimate private part. But, uh, you know. Yeah, that, she looks fantastic. Uh, you mentioned she's painted gold. She's the most beautiful golden girl since B. Arthur. I oh, ding, wow. ding. Come on. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, but the weird part is the gold on her hands, her hands look much older than the rest of her. It looks like, like she's like working with her hands, like she's like working in the fields or something like that. Um, but God bless her. Gwyneth. Why am I allowed to say that? <laughs> no, she's got weathered hands. She's got like her she's got hands. old hands. Yeah, she's got like old hands. I mean, the rest of her does not look 50. I mean, this woman, if you said she was 38 years old, you'd be like, okay, that's she's 38 years old. Uh, last night while I was preparing for today's case, which I am going to call a victory, um, I had the Yankee game on all night long. Uh, and it was, I mean, look, it's a game. It's a game. And as they say in the Bronx tale to little Cologero, what Sonny says, you know, like, is is Mickey Mantle going to pay the rent? Um, and of course not. But I have no problem admitting every time Aaron Judge was up, 
Number one, I stopped what I was doing. I turned. I was all alone, of course. No one else is in my office at ten o'clock at night. Thanks a lot. And I, uh, I, I took. I was got ready with my video to to memorialize the moment. And I was so nervous. I was so nervous. And he walked a bunch of times. Every time was a full count. Um, I compliment him for not swinging at, at balls. He basically swung at strikes. But I want to know what's going on with the Mets, sure. Alex. What's yeah. going on with the Mets? Yes, I think the judge. The Yanks clinch. By the way, the Yanks yes. clinch first place. They get a buy. There's this new format. My father's going to go nuts. They are now playing the World Series in November. Unbelievable! Which well, is so silly. You got to take the lockout into account for that. But I hope that's on a regular. You're right on that. All right. In 2008, Shea Stadium closed. So. How fitting would today be that they win their 98th win, which would be the first time since 1988 they've gotten actually that many wins in a single season. Look, the Mets are, I feel like they're against the rope. I know they're tied, but you're going into Atlanta this weekend, and they've got to get two out of three from the Braves. You've got to beat Miami tonight. By the way, history last night, a pitcher, three balks in an inning against the Mets last night, the Miami pitcher Richard Blair, that was a first since 1988. So a lot going on at City Field. They've got to win tonight. Uh, and Alonzo's like got 40 homers, which is pretty remarkable. He's been doing that under the radar, by the way. Yeah, well, in this town, Judge is overshadowing really Definitely. everything. Even even the fact that the Yankees clinched uh, the, the first place in the American League. Why didn't he wear goggles in the, in the champagne ceremony? I'm uh, like, wear your goggles. You need the eyes for the homer, right? Alex, they, everyone should listen to you. Um, again, I'm looking at the TV screen and, and God bless everyone down in Florida. We hope everyone is safe. Um, Bill O'Reilly has confirmed that he'll be on the show on Monday. Um, I will be hosting Joe Piscopo's show on Friday. We got our show tomorrow and I'm going to do our show again Friday night. So, uh, we got two more shows to go for the rest of the week. Actually, I have three. You only got two at the power hour. So stay tuned tomorrow. We'll see you. Have a great night. The preceding program sponsored by Freehold Mitsubishi. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.